Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 57. Season 2, episode, episode 7. 7. <laughs> it's so easy because we started with 50. But what happens when we get to 60? I know we started with 51. No, we started with yeah, 51. I don't know. You need to get closer to the mic. How about that? This week with guns, what did you do? I'm deferring to you. Well, you didn't do shit then, did you? <laughs> I don't know. I got to think about it. <laughs> All right, so this week I've done a lot, man. I did a lot of like internet surfing on cool stuff with guns. Internet surfing on cool stuff, yeah. Isn't that a like cool gear and swag? Synonym, yeah. One of the places I landed on, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of the Etsy. These what? Like arts? Like if you make your own crafts and arts or whatever, you can put up a store. I know it sounds crazy. Wait, let me get there. Let me get there. There is a guy named Neptune Thirty Seven. There is. There he is, and... Etsy. Etsy. Spell it. E-T-S-Y. Let me guess, he's come up with a holster that you can put in your baby crib. That smells like potpourri. Safe. So I found it. Disinfects. It's, no, I didn't. me running. Some of the stuff he's got, he's got like dog tags. Right, I can't talk to you about this because I have no idea what Etsy is. It, it's just like an online store you can create for stuff that you create. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But he's got dog tags. He's got rings that he's made. Crap, what else does he have? Little... So is it like your own private website, webpage? Yeah, but it's just for stuff that you've made. Like what if you, you have did to make, make it? I think you, well, I don't think you can do what it. What if you bought something at the flea market and you wanted to sell it? I don't know. I've never done Etsy. Couldn't you put it on? Well, see, the, these are the questions that people want to know. I, I, okay, right. if I, well, I pulled this, this up on a website. This is what's boggling yeah. our listeners. And the front page has nothing but flowers. <laughs> Each people wearing people wearing uh, tiaras made of flowers. Um, so I so think the- Brian Boitano is on here too. Somewhere. We'll introduce you later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that you said all that, I'm going to look up his actual Etsy So it's store. more of a therapeutic site. <laughs> no, it's, like. it's it's a sales site for crafts that you make. But this guy's <laughs> crafts are freaking badass. He does a lot of stuff for uh, Navy SEALs and other Special Forces guys. Actually, any military guy, pretty much. Navy SEAL goes to Afghanistan with an Etsy dog tag. Yeah, I don't think anybody would care. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to say anything. Uh, really a I thought you were leading into a joke there. Oh, it's no. like you know, <laughs> this nun walks into a bar. Yeah, if you, but this stuff, I mean, it's it's amazingly uh, badass. You left me things. hanging, Kenny. I so, here we started. go. I found it. If you go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Neptune Arts. So let me go there and make sure I got that right. It'll probably be flowers. Etsy.com forward slash shop. I got nothing, guys. Forward slash you know. Neptune. That's all right. I can't come up with anything for Etsy. That's it. Okay. Now, did you find it? Did you look it up? I'm sure yeah, that. Yeah, I want the dog tag that says "Bitch, please." Or something, is that right? not awesome? I mean, the stuff he makes is amazing. He's yeah. got like the little Punisher bottle opener thing that he makes. Okay. Uh, he makes some the, some killer killer stuff. Well, it looks uh, like he's very talented. Yeah. Put a link up. So I'll put a link. So in is this the something show notes. that he might want to go post to uh, Pinterest? He does, I think, post to Pinterest. Okay. And Instagram. Shoot, any of this stuff. Instagram. He's got a little assassin's dog tag with a skull in it. The more coverage, the better. Got a cool little Terminator. So don't tell me we're going to start getting into Etsy now. I don't have that kind of artwork talent. Talking lead Etsy. <laughs> well, like I said. Yeah, you know, we'll, can you we'll, go to a flea market? We'll, maybe we could buy his stuff and then start our own store and sell it on and there. resell his stuff. Hey, maybe we can contact him and see if he wants to <laughs> <laughs> sell his stuff on our store. So, anyways, that was one. And then another one. If you go, there is. I was looking for iPhone cases, and I, I looked up like tactical iPhone case or 
Cryptek iPhone case, and you know the life proof cases. Is that mm-hmm. no? You've got an OtterBox, don't you? Yeah. Have you seen the life proof cases? Mm-mm. They're waterproof. You can turn your phone into an underwater camera and everything. It's pretty amazing. <clears throat> Do they uh, insure it if it gets wet? Uh, no. Yes, they've got a one year warranty on. Or are you talking about if it gets? Like if you put your phone in that thing and, oh, and it gets wet, and yeah, you go scuba diving. Yes. They'll replace the phone. Yes, and will. it gets wet, they're going to replace yep. it. Or uh, is there is there a disclaimer that says there may be a, a depth? No dis, no scuba diving, no swimming, no taking a bath. Didn't you have some issues with your no using it in the shower? Yeah, I had I had issues. Well, I so had you used issues. You have issues? I have issues. <laughs> no, I had issues with the OtterBox uh, armor. Yeah, well, I've got OtterBox. I brought the OtterBox armor, which is the same thing as a LifeProof, into the store, and I tested them all. In all four that I bought, leaks they leaked, so I sent them right back. I'm not really? going to no, I don't blame you. So that's not bad. That's not good. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest. Since well, I got one more thing I want to bring up. I oh, think. All right. No, I don't. <laughs> I just talked about it. No, I didn't finish talking about it. So life for right, ADD boy. So well, you y'all y'all like start talking about life for. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> no, y'all like stepped on my story. <laughs> so so, anyways, this I looked up Cryptek phone case, and there was a place called. If you go to www.irepair-rescue.com, they've got a freaking Cryptek Cryptek life proof case for the iPhone, and the little button thing down there. He has got a bullet, the end of a bullet where the primer is for the button, and it is the coolest looking little case. There's I think they're like hundred bucks shipped or something, or ninety four bucks shipped. Hydro dipping, and you can get any. Anything you want on your phone. Can you get a bullet where the button is? Yep. Hydro Can you get a bullet button? Not the California bully, but bullet button. You can put anything you want to on there. I don't know. But I was just looking for cool like stuff, and I just started finding all kinds of things. But those were the two coolest places I saw. And then, <laughs> Sharpie. you know, if you want to introduce our guests, we'll, we'll talk about something else that we pulled out. Well. Pulled out? <laughs> is that what you say? Here's what I did this weekend, guys. Oh, I thought you I did something similar. Well, I did something similar to what you did. Is I was surfing the internet because I've been looking for some accessories for just all my guns. Yeah, it's because I'm was bored. Uh huh. You know, I guess I want to spend some money, but I'm looking for a really cool, inexpensive scope. You know, the one by sixes. Yeah. That are out there, you know, for the AR. Uh huh. But I don't want to go loophole expensive, but I don't want to go NC Star cheap either. Okay. So I don't really know a good mid-range, maybe... Was that one that they had at Head Down? Vortex? 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 Something like that. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Vortex. Yeah. Something like that. It was kind of a mid-range. But if if the listeners could send me some suggestions on places, one, places to go to, to find them, which, which I think we're probably going to hear about one here in just a minute. That, and then also I've been looking, I found some really cool weapon lights for pistols. I was looking for... One for the uh, my new Sig that I got, and I had some some NC Star ones that we had bought earlier, like for giveaways for people and stuff, right. for, for trivia questions and stuff. So, and those are actually really bright lights, and they fit good on the Glocks if you've got a, a polymer frame, but you won't want to put it on a metal frame because they scratch them. So I didn't want to use that for the uh, the uh, Sig. And another thing is the button on them; they've got side buttons, and anytime I would holster it, it would activate the the light it would just come on battery. and kill the battery and actually burn the leg too because that thing gets really hot <laughs> but it's a really bright I light i want to see you walking along ow, and ow, just ow. <laughs> <laughs> people think you're possessed or something start sweating 
But uh, I found this one. It's called. It's by Aimsport, and it's actually brighter than this NC Star that I got. They say it's. I think it's 150 lumen for a pistol light. It's 28 bucks. Really? Yeah. Aimsport, hmm. and the button is on the bottom. It's just. A, it's a push button. It's not a switch slide switch on the side. It's on the bottom of the on the weapon, and so far so good. Hmm. I haven't. I don't have a holster that will accommodate a pistol and a light. So Ronin holsters. Don't make your one. Well, you know, there's several places out there, and Ronan could definitely do it. And I'm going to get in touch with him and see, you know, as far as that goes. He, I'm sure he can do it. But yeah, so if you guys have any suggestions on weapon lights, also <laughs> send those in as well. And then we got stymied on our AR build this week. Yeah, we were going to build the AR. Sean. <coughs> The uh, 300 blackout, and due to some scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to get it done, but hopefully, (laughs) Sean, next week, we can uh, get the green light on that and go forward with that and get that done and over with in time for a possible hog hunt that we may have coming up. Yes, sir. That being said... Now you want to introduce the people we got with us. Let's introduce our people. We're going to let them introduce themselves, and we'll start with... Because we don't know who they are. We'll start with... We just randomly Skype someone, the, and he said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> the closest one, which is in studio with us, which is Kenny Moffitt. Hello. Kenny Moffitt, and we've got... And Andre, I can't say your last name. What is it? That's fine. I, I barely can myself. It's Andre Gagne. Gagne. Yes. With a D. It rhymes. Isn't that clever? Wasn't there a baseball player? Gagne with a D, right? Like Eric Gagne. <laughs> yeah, okay. And these guys are with Next Level Readiness. And we'll talk a little bit more. Welcome in, guys. Yes, welcome. Thanks for having us. I wasn't going to welcome you. I'm sorry. That's fine. (laughs) Was there anything uh, cool and exciting you did with guns this week? Did with guns. I sold a bunch. uh, (laughs) Fixed up a couple. That's exciting. And uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we actually got this um, Winchester 60A in store this week. Ooh, nice. The the last one that was made was in 1937. How'd you get that, yeah. man? The, like uh, the gentleman brought it in. He wanted to get it cleaned up for his grandfather, who used to shoot squirrels with it. And it's got a lot of surface rust and stuff, but we're bringing it back to uh, to its glory. Very cool. So you do a little gun so, restoration, too, huh? We do. We do restoration. We do uh, gunsmithing. We have a gunsmithing house. and We'll get into more about what, what all you guys do in detail here in just a little bit. Kenny, what'd you do? Anything exciting? Well, I learned that... Uh my grandfather's double barrel shotgun um, uh, is, I guess, a, a good antique relic type gun. Well, that's coming from us, and I wouldn't, you know, hold anything <laughs> yeah, but, we say. But <laughs> considering <laughs> take what we judge. <laughs> yeah, but well, it, is, it is an antique. It is an antique. But, You'll end up uh, being one of those guys old. trying to sell it's it. A, it was a <laughs> right. BSA. A BSA. Uh, double barrel, side by side, out of England, um, and it—I mean—it was just his his hunting rifle yeah. that he used all the time. And uh, I'd like to get it restored, but depending think, on the age, I mean, it looks like it's fairly old, but it's in really good shape. It's in really good shape. It's just—it's um, one of those things you have to make the decision: do I want to mess with it and have it restored, or do I want to leave it kind of as it is? And it's a good thing. It's, it's a cool <laughs> gun. It's got a lot of character. It's yeah. a cool. Thing. What is he doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Good. You look like Fester. Did you need, did you need you more light like on me? That is fester, yes. We're sorry, everybody. We know it's radio, but oh my god, we got some awesome <laughs> video going on with this guy. Wish call. we were recording it. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. So a cool find on your part. With yes, the, with absolutely. Yeah, I uh, you know it sits in my at my house as a just kind of a showpiece, but it uh, I don't know a whole lot of history about it. So I 
And coming to the show, I wanted to yeah. find out a little history Sounds about it. Sounds like and, it'll be a cool project going oh, yeah. for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very slick little side by side. Yeah. We put out a listener poll last night. Are you going to do the poll first? Yeah. We, uh, the reason we put it out is if y'all follow our Instagram, you see there's a new member of the Talking Lead family. We already have one great Dane in the family, which is uh, Left Hand's Oshi. Oh, she's a big sweetie. Big sweetie. And good boy. I got my third Great Dane, not at the same time, but I've had, this is my third Great you got Dane another had. One. Right, I got another Great Dane, uh, and we named him Mosin. Why, the way I got him is... How'd you come up with that name? Uh, huh. I wonder. I don't know. You got a grandfather Mosin. named Mosin or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His name Mosin Nagant. Nagant. I uh, saw an ad on Craigslist where the guy was getting rid of a Great Dane puppy, and he was looking for a good handgun. So I texted him, said, "Hey, I've got a, a old Taurus three fifty seven mag. I've got a little holster for it and some some rounds for it. Would you be willing to trade?" He said, "Absolutely." So we drove an hour and a half away, picked him up. Traded the gun, and then it gave me an idea for a listener poll, which is what is the craziest, coolest, or just anything normal where you've used guns for currency. I think the way you worded it was, yeah, what what have you basically traded guns for? Yeah, what have you used guns for currency to, to get? And we had stuff that was all over the board. We had people that uh, traded stuff for guns for cars. Facebook pull Yeah, up. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, my dad, he... Uh, he, if he was still alive, he could tell you tons and tons of things that he traded his his guns for. Yeah, he'd come in every week and be like, "Hey, look, check out my new gun." Does sex count? <laughs> well, somebody actually guns for somebody sex. actually put <laughs> I traded guns for se dot 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 er uh, services <laughs> services rendered uh, services. Wow. So um, yeah. I don't guess it count if you're giving one as a gift. It doesn't technically count as if trade. you get services. <laughs> But if the byproduct of you giving someone one and they feel and she feels she feels obligated, yeah, to be very overly joyously happy. Hey, it counts. That's using guns as currency. The, so, so some of the things we the got, outer line uh, purpose was you know to give a gift, uh, but the byproduct was one of my a gift. one of my favorite responses that we got. We had listener Mark. He said he traded a twenty two. For a lifetime of beer fetching at our hunting camp. So if I want a beer, yeah. So if I want a beer at any time, my cousin has to grab it for me. Sweet deal. I think that is a sweet deal. That is. You have to pay for it, also. Or he just fetches it. I probably just fetches it from what it looks like. That's not bad for a twenty-two. That's not a bad. Nah. Uh, We got a guy that traded voiceover work for a thousand rounds. Voiceover work. Voiceover work for a thousand rounds of nine millimeter. Uh, That was from JD. I wonder what he. Now this one. We need to find out what he voiced. Is he like The Simpsons? I don't know. He could have. He could be somebody maybe, famous, and we just don't know yet. Maybe a Green Lantern cartoon or something. Uh-huh. JD, we're gonna have to look you up. Maybe Jay and Silent. Uh, this one's pretty good. He traded a high point for a three hundred WSM rifle. <laughs> he made he, out like a bandit. He made out like a big time bandit. Yeah, that was Joe. Let's see. Somebody traded a Derringer for a trench knife. Tyler, it all depends on what kind of knife it was and what kind of Derringer it was. I don't know if I would have done that one. It could have been a world war. Unless you were trading a trench, trench knife, knife for the Derringer. Yeah, yeah, Some of those good. trench knives are yeah, pretty okay. valuable. We had a lot of people that traded for a truck or car. We had sick guns on uh, Instagram that traded for, <laughs> traded a gun for a Ford Fiesta, and he still has it and uses it as his work car. For the Fiesta. Oh. For Festiva, not Fiesta. What, Ford what kind Festiva. of gun did he trade for? It, he didn't say. He just said, 
Was it a high point? If it was a high point, he made out like a bandit. I like Zeke. I like how you how you corrected yourself from a festiva to a fiesta. Well, I said like reverse. A, like there's a friggin' difference. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, black powder fifty for a moped, and neither worked properly. <laughs> Got a jacked up moped for a jacked up black powder fifty caliber. Where's that one? Oh, guy was in college and he traded a SKS for three textbooks he needed for a class. <laughs> he probably made out for like a bandit the way those textbooks cost nowadays for too. Textbooks? Oh gosh, college textbooks. I mean, some of them go for like two hundred bucks nowadays. Yeah, but morally that seems a little backward. That's yeah. true. <laughs> one guy traded a. Uh, this is Douglas. He. Oh, by the way, that was uh, Joe that traded the SKS. Uh, Douglas traded a bone stock AR-15 for a cow. <laughs> a cow? Yeah. Was it like a milk cow? Says, says tasty. Tasty right afterwards. Yep. I guess he ate it and didn't milk it. <laughs> so, I mean, I think my coolest one I did was the Great Dane. What about you guys? What have y'all traded for that wasn't another firearm? I, I to be honest, have never traded a firearm for anything. Um, but I do have customers that come in here that I, I think a guy bought 17 henry big boy collector's rifles in the past two months and i asked him like what are you doing with all these guns he says guns don't depreciate guns appreciate and i said that's a very good point and i agree with that but he's pretty specific on the guns he's collecting he has a lot of guns i asked him how many guns he has he says probably somewhere over 250 guns but those aren't all Henry repeating right they're not all Henry repeating for some reason he's on a Henry repeating arms kick right now yeah no, it, some somehow he's missing a couple of the big boy series, and gotcha. he uh, he went through us to to get the remaining ones. Yeah, I talked to nice. a guy today at the hospital that said uh, his grandfather or his grandfather or his uncle one had over a thousand guns. Because um, I was asking about the history of this one, and he said, "If you want somebody to tell you about it," he said, "That's a lot uh, of guns." He said, That's "Let me know." Guy. He said, "I think he has over a thousand guns at his house." So, <laughs> wow. Where's he live? <laughs> right, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Yeah, you probably know the guy at the hospital, or at least probably know his face. Probably do. Yeah, we've got uh, we got one guy. We got a few on Instagram. He traded a Glock 17 for three small hogs. Good eating. <laughs> um, got to put meat on the table. Yeah, that's you know? true. But um, the point is, I pawned, I pawned my Mossberg. Uh, <laughs> just like Andre pointed out, guns. I mean, yeah, there are times when they will go down and you know lose value. Yeah, but but for the most part, what you pay for it, you, they hold their value pretty the, well. The sooner you try to flip them, they'll they'll go down. But right. if you hold on to them for a while, yeah, I bought my years. son specifically bought him a Ruger twenty two because I know it's a very good, dependable rifle that he can carry on his whole life and can pass on to his kids whenever he gets uh, when he gets older. So. If he can get ammo, yeah, right, yeah. If he can get ammo, yeah. yeah we don't shoot ammo. We don't shoot twenty two at our house right now, yeah. you know, because you can't find it. You can't find it. Yeah, I got something I'll sell you. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, fifty dollars a, a fifty dollars a round. That's right. A round. Here's a, bu- a buddy of ours on Instagram. He said he traded a nine millimeter Luger nineteen thirty seven for two Yugo M fifty sevens and a Belgian nine millimeter Browning. Those he made guns out for like guns. That's guns for guns. And then. Um, and the Tidewater Tactical, he's the one that said, set um services. Oh. <laughs> that's our buddy at Virginia Beach? Yep, that's yeah. him. Live Coral. 
Didn't say what kind of gun they traded for, but they traded a gun for some live coral. Live coral? Yeah, I guess for a fish tank or something. Wow. Is that expensive? Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yes, I don't know. A buddy of mine used to oh. do uh, saltwater tanks, and anything that has to do with saltwater is really expensive. Plus, they pitch a bitch when you go scuba diving and you touch they the pitch coral. A bitch. Yeah. yeah, pitch a if you bitch. you touch it, they'll go crazy. I've heard pitch a fit, and I've heard uh, bitching, pitch a bitch. but I like that combination. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch the coral. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool things you can find out there that people are willing to trade you for some guns maybe even some old ones some new ones get some good stuff vehicles or vice, oh, wait, vice versa you could trade things for guns yeah and, and talking about vehicles <laughs> miss iraq veteran 8888 miss iraq veteran yeah eric's wife yeah um she said they sold a gun to buy a car they also sold one to pay for a honeymoon and of course we've traded them for other guns and they may be selling one soon to buy a new camera uh-huh. Are they going to sell us their old one? Well, that's what I was going to ask next. <laughs> well, when you buy the new camera, can we have can we, that one? Can we, can we bargain we buy, with them? Can we buy the one that uh, you let us use? Can we trade in some talking lid swag? <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a T-shirt for a $2,000 camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, two. I'll give them four. I'll give them each three. Each three. <laughs> and some ICE and, training. And stickers. Nifty poker chips. Coins. They can come up here and pick anything out of our swag box they want <laughs> two each yep they can even have your lamp over there they can have the lamp yep i'm gonna give away your printer too yep they can have that <laughs> we're still we're still not up to what that camera's worth <laughs> but maybe in their eyes it will be yeah that's true um yeah that's true <laughs> all right so let's do our jack wagon of the week hey ralph simplified do or die hold them high at eighth and i it is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week so brace yourself baby so who is our jack wagon of the week? We're going to let uh, our buddies at Next Level Readiness take this one. And uh, Andre, you're in for a surprise, buddy. Cause Kenny has, is it him? Kenny has picked your favorite restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know that's not true. <laughs> uh, so our jack wagon. Uh, I've actually boy, I boycotted this restaurant years ago. Yeah. Years ago. It was yeah. awesome because I asked him today, I said, where do you want to go for lunch? And the very first text I got back was, not McDonald's. So... <laughs> So there's their but, jack wagon. And tell, tell yeah. everybody why McDonald's has made the jack wagon so, train. So it it, it's not necessarily just McDonald's right. as a, as a this whole particular blanket. Franchise. This, this particular franchise. I'll give you the background story. Um, this little lady was fired after uh, she paid for some firefighters' meals. The headline reads, McDonald's worker fired after paying for firefighters' meals. She picked up the bill for some uh, first responders after they came in fighting a fire in the freezing temperatures. Uh, when she came into work the next day, she was fired. Uh, well, where does this take, take place? This t- took place in Olean, New York, okay, New York. Uh, where Miss Heather uh, Lavia worked at this McDonald's for eight years, has twins at home, is putting herself through nursing school. These firefighters ordered 25 breakfast sandwiches and hash browns, and Lavia paid the $92 bill herself. Well, a second department came in and ordered $70 worth of food. She texted her boss to see if the company would pay the tab, and her boss said no. Um, so, Which is not unreasonable. I mean, no. You can't fault the guy for saying no. No, no. I mean, you just can't. Definitely but, can't lose a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but uh, so. But again, you know, it's firefighters. You know, they're they, they're out here. Fighting obviously, this fire. was a, a huge a huge blaze that was going on in in New York. Right. And so when he said no, put it she out. got she got with her and her her coworkers, and they picked up this uh, the second seventy dollar tab. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So yeah, it was really cool. It was good so for she's her. you know she's out about one hundred and sixty bucks. But then they go and money. fire her. 
Why do? Right. Why would they fire her? So the 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 story goes on to uh, to read. So just say shut up, left hand. I want to finish the story. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, he's so nice about it. So the story goes on. Yeah. So it, it actually says, and it's kind of confusing. I know we talked about this a little bit at lunch, and it says after the firefighters found out that Lavia had paid for the food herself, some of the firefighters called her boss and complained. So we're assuming that the firefighters called her boss and complained that they made her that. They wouldn't pick up the tab, and she had to do it herself. And so, the the quote that got back to you her see, was, that's, "That's what confuses me is why would they call and complain? Yeah, they wouldn't have called and complained about her paying for their meal. Right. Um, but the next uh, the next statement and was it probably wasn't even they were complaining. They probably called the guy. So you're a douche, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, he says uh, you opened a whole bee's nest. Is what they told her. The manager said that. <laughs> I guess nest. the manager said that. Wow. So, nasty. Yeah. At her next shift, she was fired. The reason given was that she swore at a superior. Uh, she denies and says, I did say this is freaking ridiculous, but uh, it was not implied to anybody. Freaking, freaking? is in quotes. Freaking, right. 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 Yeah, freaking okay. is in quotes. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> this, 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 occurred, this occurred in New York, so that freaking was not. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But, so. yeah, but in New York, that's not considered cussing, right? No, that's a normal. That's a normal word. That's like right. saying the. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know York if the is, other the other word up in New York is not considered cussing. So I take it yeah. New York's not a right to work state. <laughs> yeah, the Allegheny firefighters say they don't expect free food, and we're grateful for the gesture. Uh, we certainly regret the fact that she lost her job, but we can't can't speak on corporate policy because we don't know the background of it. So, you know, they're very. Sorry that she lost her job, but the firefighters. You know, yeah, the firefighters were sorry that she lost her job, but of course they can't do anything about it. But yeah. uh, the company at um, they can boycott the Meyer, they can boycott McDonald's, right? Oh yeah, the Myers organization has always valued the employees who serve our customers every day. We likewise continue to be an ardent supporter of our police and fire departments, along with other first responders. And so, I mean. It's a hundred and sixty bucks. I mean, even it was a very for, nice gesture for on a hundred and sixty bucks. I mean, they make more than that on a daily basis. Just in an that hour they, that they probably throw away that they hour. don't even yeah. realize. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, it's, and at the same time, I mean, this lady shouldn't expect her company to pick it up. If she wants to pick it up, that's great, and I I commend her for that. Um, but for them to fire, but for her? but for the police guys to to call and cause a stink over. I mean, what's yeah? I, I think. I think that she probably got complained like on that they that they probably complained. They were trying to defend. I think her. they were trying to defend her, right? And yeah. then it and it backfired. Backfired right. immensely. So here's <laughs> oh, what. Where's this at? <laughs> this is in um, somewhere in New York. Yeah, it is in. It's the Allegheny firefighters. So it's Olean, New York. Olean, New York boycott. The McDonald's there, but owned by the Myers the, the organization. Myers organization. That's ridiculous that they fire her. So what? She cussed the dude. Big deal. Yeah, it does say because well, uh, it is ridiculous. Right. It does it say that uh, she has been offered uh, two other jobs since the incident. Right somewhere in here, I read. Uh, well, Lavia, that's definitely good already has, has been, uh, has been offered two other jobs in the community. She uh, said she felt that people can't help re- uh, help each other out. She felt sad that. That, that people, people can't, can't help, each help each other out, and so, you can't speak your mind. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously they don't believe in the First Amendment at McDonald's. 
and letting her speak her mind. At, at least this McDonald's. Her at this McDonald's. We got to keep saying at, that. At the Myers organization, McDonald's. I don't like McDonald's yeah. anyway. So but, the uh, Myers organization is actually the Jack the Wagon. Owners, right. yeah. yeah. So not yeah. McDonald's, but the Myers organization. Yeah. The Myers organization. Yeah. But I still continue to boycott McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> just because you don't like I'm sure, it. Though. I'm sure you have well, a yeah, it's just, much bigger reason. Yeah. I mean, it was nothing life-threatening or his anything gut. like that. <laughs> it was his gun. His gut. Oh, no, his gut. I, gotta, I, love their, I love their cheeseburgers with the Oh, onions. I thought they had a height requirement to go in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you must be this tall. <laughs> There's like a Walmart greeter outside the front door with a yardstick. See, that's no, a, that, wasn't, that wasn't the reason either. That's the misconception about us. It's just left hand's actually normal-sized. I'm just right. a freak of nature. <laughs> I'm normal height. Love you. I love you, left hand. <laughs> all, all hundred. And, I'm up to a hundred and almost ninety now. You want some of mine? I got some to give. I'm, okay, that's really going somewhere. I don't want to hear the rest. Give of it to me, baby. Yeah. That can edit. <laughs> no, that's staying in. No. Uh, when, when did we start this fitness thing? Back with Carol. How long ago was that? August, maybe. Around August. Something so like that. I'm trying to get you know in. Awesome shape for this tough mudder. Tough mudder that's coming up. Yep. And I tell you, it was last week. I just started the intensified workouts. They said I started off. I was about 180 pounds. I'm getting close to 190 now, and I've dropped two pant sizes. Dang. Oh, uh, I went from a 34 to 32. I hadn't lost any weight, but my pant sizes have gone down. No, I've gained I've weight. I've been lifting, too. I've gained weight, yeah. and my pant sizes have gone yeah, down. Yeah, muscle weighs more than fat. So. Yeah, exactly. Good for you guys. That's awesome. I thought it was good all cock. <laughs> Is that no, sarcastic? That's good for you. I mean, <laughs> you. You had this look like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, but good for you. No, seriously, good for you. <laughs> I, went to the do- I went to the doctor yesterday. He pretty much slapped me and said, get in shape, you jackass. Then look- you can't do your Chris Farley impression if you, if it's you true. do. It's true. So you have to make a choice. Chris Farley, or I think, I think I'm going to go with living a little longer than 38 <laughs> oh, yeah. years. I guess right. Fester too. Yeah. I see Uncle Fester. Yeah, my son p- peeked Uncle over my Fester. shoulder and saw how much when I weighed. He, he was the, like, "Wow, he did daddy!" The light, the light, the yeah. light thing a minute ago. We'll give a little radio description. He, he, <laughs> he just turned the light on. That's actually kind of freaky, dude. So he, he looks uh, he looks a little like Chris Farley, but when he turns on the impression, oh yeah, it's it's like identical. <laughs> and he does a good impression of him, which we'll make him do later on. Maybe we'll make you you have to answer all of our questions that we give you on the gun stuff in the Chris Farley voice. I'll do my best. <laughs> so let's start with those. How did y'all originally get in guns? Let's go with you first. Um, my go Kenny. My, yeah, my dad owned guns my whole life growing up so i kind of grew up around those and we would go shoot occasionally but i I kind of picked up what i know from him i've not really been a huge gun guy going into my uh, adult years but uh, i'm trying now that we've got the store and we've got our ffl i'm trying to educate myself a little more on i don't look like an idiot when somebody comes and asks me about a gun well if you're gonna be in the business then you need to know a little bit about it absolutely i need to know and i mean and we, don't listen to our show because we, we, we talk about it. You know, I'm not going to be the expert, but we, I need to make sure that I'm educated on what I uh, what I tell people. So. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I was going to say, I, I don't have a ton of guns that I own. I've got uh, a Glock 23 and a couple of rifles that we go out and plink around. And then, like I said, this one of my grandfathers. So it's... Uh, now, you're, uh, 
you and I were talking earlier, and you're an EMT. Right, paramedic. You know, by profession. Right. You were telling me that they don't allow you in the ambulances. You're not allowed to carry a firearm. What? The state law says that we can't have firearms. That's what I said. (laughs) And y'all show up to the aftermath of shootings where Uh, the guy that shot the other guy probably doesn't want you to save his life. Well, sometimes they're the first responders. Yeah, Yeah, usually usually, I was telling him earlier, we don't go unless the the officers are there first. If it's 10 minutes or an hour and 10 minutes until law enforcement clears the scene and makes sure it's safe, then we don't go in. Well, you know, and that's what we were talking about too is like, all right, if, if you're responsible enough to be an EMT, yeah, then, my God, you got to be responsible enough to carry a firearm. Well, no offense, but I've known a few EMTs that I don't want carrying a firearm. Well, and I think I yeah. think that's probably their their logic. And we talked about, you know, they don't want. Uh, but the see, that's, that's the logic anymore, of the gun grabbers, but, though. <laughs> right. You know, that's the gun grabbers' logic. Is you know, people aren't responsible enough to to take care of themselves. Therefore, they so, you know they don't need a firearm. Yeah, I'll have that's to, the same philosophy. I have to look, have to look that up before you, you put that in there. I I'd have to look, make sure that that laws. Yeah, the, the last you got till five o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> the last time, uh, the last time I like I said, it's one of those oh, uh, one of those crazy laws that you know, and I don't know if I would carry one. Just because of the some of the some of the situations, but at least you have in. a choice, you know, and that's your choice. Right. If you don't want to carry one, then right. then don't. But yeah, and there's a lot of things like that that are they are infringing the on your constitutional or, or worst right. case scenario. Let there be a weapon in the vehicle. I mean, at the least. Yeah, Something. and I don't know how they would. Um, I guess they consider all the drugs they've got a weapon in the. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna throw morphine. I can you. probably Beep. bomb, stink bomb. <laughs> What's, you know, what's that LARPer video? Lightning bolt. Lightning oh. bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> it's something that, you know, we've we've discussed and we've thought about and they're just... Um, well, we think me. it's just complete and utter bullshit. Gun laws typically are bullshit. Yeah. Especially, like I was talking about this with somebody today. In the state of Tennessee, I can carry a firearm as long as I'm licensed and I've been trained and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I can carry around my Glock 30, 45 caliber, with 11 rounds in it. But if I got a knife over four inches, oh boy, I'm going to jail. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. What's the Speaking of, I had a They'll guy one time. In the hopper. I had a <laughs> the, the hopper. Uh, I won't say what, what police department it was, but we had a guy come out of a bar and he had a leather jacket on and he was drunk and we got called because he was drunk and passing out inside the bar. He had a knife. You know the, the <laughs> knives that are like... Tuesday nights at They're show knives. That are, they're, they're pocket knives. They're just yeah. like folders. But they're this... They're like, yeah, they're huge. Like 18 they're inches like bigger long. than a Bowie knife. Right, yeah. yeah. He had one in his pocket, and the police officers didn't find it. And so when we were pulling his <laughs> jacket off, when, it, when his... <laughs> Wait, stop. Why was he carrying one of those display I don't know. How do they miss it? I don't know, but they were just like walking him out, and we were going to get his jacket off. It was like cold and fall weather, and so we're I taking his jacket it. off to get his blood pressure, and it falls out on his lap. And I was like, oh, nice. So he's going to open it up and... You know, here's his samurai sword. I can just picture a guy pulling a giant John Deere collector's item folder knife that's 18 inches long. Clay's on. Flunk. Yeah. It's on, boys. Yeah. He probably got it from JD's bait and tackle down the road when he's picking up his last six pack. Oh, my gosh. So, Chris Farley, how'd you get into guns? Chris. Uh, I got into guns because I'm a, I'm a tactical medic. I was a tactical medic up north. Um, that, that means that you pretty much go with the SWAT teams and you cover them 
while they're taking care of stuff, and if they get shot, you patch up the holes and drag them out. So you get to carry, though, in the ambulance, the bambulance. Uh, we didn't really, yeah, well, it's the a amber big, lamps. In, in the bambulance, yeah. Amber lamps? The, the bambulance. Amber lamps. Amber lamps. I was just trying to make Kenny feel better. Right. Yeah. That maybe, if he, maybe if he was a, a tactical EMT. Ambulance driver. Maybe, maybe, maybe smack him. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, um, no. So I was I was a tactical EMT. I still am. Um, so we have obviously different regulations and protocols. And I was also before different that training was, too. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. I was I was an EMT on the streets, and uh, I started off as a firefighter. But Kenny's right. There are regulations uh, through our protocol signing organization that says that we can't we cannot carry. Um, it is also state to state, but generally speaking, it's it's not allowed for us to uh, carry weapons. And um, there's been times that I've needed them because so you can't carry a knife or anything. No, we can carry knives. Okay, so just we not firearms. Knives. Yep. Okay. But as as far as as far as uh, can you call, carry a giant John Deere folder? I, item? That actually is the one that I. That's my duty knife. Yeah. Okay. All right. Put just that, sure. I put that on my lapel. Yes. In my shirt pocket. Yeah. Can't bend over. But <laughs> that's your back pocket knife. It's always there. Yeah. But there's been calls that I've been to that that have been benign. That police didn't have to show up, slip, trip, and fall in the middle of the night. And unfortunately, it uh, it ended up being that there was a gun involved, and you know we got caught with our pants down. Now you're in, in house. just for clarity for our listeners, you're in North Carolina. I am in North Cackalack, Yes. Yeah, and that's where you're a tactical EMT. That's where. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got some information. I stand corrected. News update. Yeah. Um, apparently, it says that we are allowed to carry uh, carry guns as long as the carrier abides by the established law. Uh-oh. Um, so, uh, my guess is that we could, in the state of Tennessee, carry, but the employer... Has, uh, so your employer... The employer has the, the right. Are you and, not are employed by the county? Yes. So Andre, dirty apes. Go ahead. That's that can't be your first experience with firearms. Was when you got to become a tactical EMT. That is actually my first experience with firearms. Really? Well, yep. where are you? Where did you grow up? In New York? From or California? No, I I I was uh, I grew up in Chicago. Moved to Connecticut, oh, <laughs> Illinois. There we go. Yeah, I was I was from areas that uh, what's the word frowned on firearms. So. <laughs> Once I that's once I move to, go ahead. I said that's putting it nicely. That's putting it nicely. Yes. Well, this is a G-rated show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After we edit it. Yeah. After we talked about <laughs> sex for guns. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, services for guns. Ser- services, services. But after after I moved to New Hampshire and realized that wow, there actually are people that like guns uh i got into it up there nice what was your first firearm that you owned uh, smith and wesson sw99 the one you just showed the one you just showed the one i just showed you guys yeah. good how long have you owned that one i've owned this one for 12 years very cool what's your baby yep. what about you kenny what was your first my first gun uh-huh um, no, who'd you lose your virginity to yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah since you're local, you might not want to say names. Yeah, really. Uh, my first gun was probably um, a Rossi thirty eight revolver. So, 
You don't, the revolver. You don't still revolver? have that one, apparently. I don't still have that one. And what did you trade that for? Um, rent. <laughs> hey, there's there's another there's uh, one, guns yeah. for currency. I think there I, I think I went uh, and took it to the pawn shop so I could make rent. So back in my younger years, there you go. Comes in handy when you need it. Right. Before before you were Amber Lamps driver, right? I was I was a very young Amber Lamps driver at the time. Nice. So, do either of you have any law enforcement or military background? No, I don't. Uh, no. Or experience. Except for tactical stuff, um, that's that's all we that's all I have. For do, you, do you get to go and do the uh, the same training the SWAT guys do? Yep, yep. Been through uh, contoms and tactical combat, casualty care. Cool. And, um, so it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You learn how to how to stitch people up on the fly while you're getting shot at with simunitions, and you get to you get to experience pepper spray. And you got any cool tased. training stories that you can share with us? Maybe somebody getting tagged with some simunition or some pepper spray gone wrong. <laughs> well, it, it's it's funny that there there are some individuals in the law enforcement community who happen to have a different chromosome than men. <laughs> Dogs? I don't know what you're talking about. Canine What's, unit. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, seriously. Are, are we two X's or are we an X and a Y? X and Y. I could have told you if you didn't ask. X, X Y, are we? Yeah. Are we X, Y? Yeah. Hey, your guess is as good as mine. What, just, here, just, we're going to Google I should it. know that. But we'll Google it. Huh? Just keep talking. <laughs> just keep talking. I know. I'm sorry. So, no, there's some there's some people that, uh, that get into the pepper spray and the OC spray, and um, they have severe reactions to it. Um, when you really come down to it, it's a, it's a pepper it's it's pretty much hot pepper. You get the tearing of the eyes, you get the the, the nose dripping, you get the the drooling. Um, but when a couple female officers get in the in the tent where they release the pepper spray and then proceed to puke all over the tent, um, that makes that makes for a pretty nasty afternoon. As long as they didn't do it on you. Now come on, I bet there's listen. Listen, the tent some... was the tent was four by four, so <laughs> so. Besides you, was there other people in there? Yes, there was two women and three other guys. Yes, and we were trading guns for services <laughs> for not getting vomited on. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's been guys that have done the same thing. So don't don't lay it on the females just because they they toss their that's cookies. Good. That's a good. That's don't a good. lay it on the females. Don't lay it on the double X's. For in, in my in my in my group, no we males. we have an all woman show next week, and I think they're all canceling as they're listening yeah, to this. Probably. <laughs> so, do you have any other non um, sexually biased stories? That you- <laughs> <laughs> By the way, these are the worst Chris Farley impressions I've ever heard. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what about what about you? You got any cool stories? EMT stories? We don't want any gory, nasty, but without oh, violating good. HIPAA laws. Yeah, yeah HIPAA. I, HIPAA. I is, can't tell any of my stories because they're either gory or they have HIPAA involved. Yeah, most of mine are like like you said, really gory stuff. The stuff that I remember, it's got to be something pretty memorable once you see so many thousand pe- people that it's the, have you have you had any crazy we always get crazy like sprinting, oh, yeah. sprinting down the street oh my god and speaking of crazies asking for the amber lamps to come get them oh speaking of crazies we saw this video today and this happened in tennessee this was oh, yeah. up in knox county in Knoxville. this uh this chick stabbed her mother what yeah i don't know if you don't know if she's dead or not but Suppose I mean bad enough that she yeah, had to go to the you hospital. could probably Google it and find it really quickly. Oh, yeah, man. but she anyway, the gist of the story was um, the reason she 
And here's what's happened. So the news, the news guys are on scene. They're doing the reporting live. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the chicks there saying, <laughs> she's saying we're at, we're on scene at wherever the they're at, and at the stabbing, and you know police are looking for the suspect, and all of a sudden this chick walks up to the cameras, and it's the girl that they're that looking for. She starts confessing, it. and she starts saying. Yeah, I, I stab, she's a Satan wor- worshiper. She had these um, dolls that she was setting up that she was going to sacrifice us and kill us. So I had to kill her. You know, she's what? she's Ethan. like the grand wizard of, of whatever. She said, I stabbed her three times. She should have died. She, she was <laughs> still breathing when she no, left No, get here. this. She said, I stabbed her three times, and she didn't die. And the news lady goes, well, thank God. And she goes, she's the devil. She, she should have died. Nobody lives through that. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And, I mean, you could, you could tell the, the news lady was just like, on edge, like right. waiting for this chick to just to, to stab her at any time. But anyway, just Google it. It's there's a video of it. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. And when you see, and when you see and the chick, you, under, you'll under, you understand. Uh, oh man, she's got she's got the psycho eyes going. It's crazy. So craziest person, no name. But she nothing. saved us because her mom was going to detonate nuclear bombs. Yes. Oh well, good. Um, yeah. That's good. There was he a symbolic a symbolic. Um, Did he might give her a gun for that? Service? Something symbolic about her death and her kids' death, and all the nuclear explosions that were now not going to happen. That, that were not going to happen because she wow. she saved everybody. Yeah, it was. That's nuts. It was definitely nuts. <laughs> um, I've hauled um, and transported Jesus several times. Oh wow! Um, Jesus, yeah. Mm-hmm. People that claim to be Jesus. Several people that were prophesying in different areas. Um, it's probably some of the craziest stuff. I use the term religious very loosely because I'm a very, I go to church every Sunday. I'm a big believer in Jesus and I have a, a great religious, quote, religious background. Um, so I use the term religious very loosely. Uh, Sounds like you're that, pretty dedicated to me. <laughs> I, well, I am very, I'm very dedicated. Um, but religious people are typically some of the most out there people. Um, the extremists. Very, the extremists are. Um, are out there, but like I said, I use the that that word very loosely because they get very extreme and they. Well, you are um, you are the definition of religious. You're not a extremist, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a religious person. They're You're religious, religious extremists, right? <laughs> zealot, the word. That, so yeah, that would go. Along. But yeah, that's um, those are some of the 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 wildest ones. There's some that that I can't mention. Uh, yeah, that are are different. Those uh, amber lamp stories. Yeah. yeah, I've got some that you would just go. No All right, next question. All right, next question. So, Andre. Yes. When it comes to pop culture, movies, TV shows, games, blah, 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 all that stuff. When it involves firearms, what's your favorite? What's your go-to? Scarface. Nice. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Say hello to Nobody, my little friend. Colombian. Nobody has said that yet on this show. Yo, I watched Heat uh, the night I almost last. watched that last night. Speaking That's of weird. Al Pacino. Nice. That was a good movie. I forgot how good that was. Fantastic nice. movie. All a man has his, in this world is his boss and his word. Nice. <laughs> I love him. Do that in Chris Farley. Avira, get back here. It's okay. I'm not a cuello. She'll love me in the morning. <laughs> I love that movie. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Zeke. I grew up like... That's pretty good. Sitting in my room because I wasn't allowed to watch it and oh. like acting like him. <laughs> so how did you know how he acted if you weren't allowed to watch it? No, I watched it uh, when I went You were a bad boy. When, I went, to, when I went, went to over to your friend's house, house, I took care of that movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's okay. All right, Kenny, what's your favorite? Uh, Tombstone. Uh, that's another good one. Love that's Tombstone. 
Is that probably our biggest one? That one or Full Metal Jacket has been our um, most most called. Tombstone's one. been a couple of times. Yeah. How about this? You want my second? Yeah. Yeah. How about Josie Wales? Oh, oh that's Josie a good Wales. movie. That's a good one. Yeah. Speaking Clint of Clint Eastwood, Eastwood movies, a couple of times. I watched Two Mules for Sister Sarah this week. Did you? Because of our last week's Griff. guest said that was his his go to movie, yeah. and I had never seen. I had never heard of it. That's a good movie. One nice. of the better ones I've seen with yep. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood has some good movies. We have a correction to make, by the way. What? You have a just correction one, to make. Just one? I have one? Yeah. What, what do I got to correct? It's not Catherine Hepburn. Oh, who is it? You didn't see the Brian Bolivar uh, blasting you? No, I don't I don't listen to Canadians. He Their said, it's Shirley MacLaine, dadgummit. Shirley MacLaine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, alien lady. No. Yeah, Shirley MacLaine is the one who... That's Sigourney Weaver. No. I'm talking about she actually. Oh yeah, the new age, all that crazy, yeah, 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 yeah. craziness, yeah. aliens. Yeah, not yeah. Sigourney Weaver aliens. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, you got another correction to make. <laughs> I, I knew I was off when I because Catherine Hepburn was the John Wayne. She yeah. was in the the John Wayne. It was a few years before whatever that movie was. Time. What was that movie that Catherine Hepburn and John Wayne were in? Andre. Oh. Uh, You're a big John Wayne fan. Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> um, that's it. Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> I'm sure Brian Bolivar will uh, tell me. Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is, has there ever been a firearm in your collection that maybe just a little bit of you is ashamed to admit to of owning? Which we know Andre's not going to give us this one, are you? <laughs> no, I, I, I have all manly firearms in my case, but Kenny, Kenny, do you have any? I think there's I something that's wrapped in pink. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> However, I, I don't have any that I maybe zombie um, green that I'm ashamed to to have ever owned. Um, yeah, but looks good on you though. A lot of people. I mean, a lot of people used to make fun of me about that little Rossi, but yeah. you know, I always. What about unique uh, guns that you have owned or own? Anything really unique out of the ordinary? Um, well, not for not probably not for a lot of the listeners, but um, but this this Utas that we have in house right now that's that's <laughs> probably one of the most unique. Zeke, <laughs> is that somebody? Yeah. Is that an Utas that we've shot? Yes. <laughs> has that been in one of our videos or two? Yes, it's been, it's been in one one or a few of your videos, dude. You could get double the price for that thing just it's been in our video. Talking right. lead shot it's this been, thing. It's been touched by the famous left hand, but not only team. us, but Nicole McLean, Nicole McLean, and Chris, Chris Heben. That's why it would be worth more if you just told them us. They'd say, "I'll pay you." Because you've got video to back worth. it up, man. Right? And he he actually in your video. He actually goes through the proper operation of the Utahs. Yes. Come on, Craig. Flute your flute, man, Craig. Why are you selling the Utahs? <laughs> Come on, Craig. You love that gun, Craig. <laughs> hey, Craig, Craig is upgrading. Let's just say that. One of you. Hey, we're, changing, we're changing the name to protect the innocent. <laughs> yes. One, your lead heads, uh, Greg. <laughs> one of, yes. One of your lead heads, Greg, is upgrading from the Utahs. I'm sorry, the Utahs. Which is Turkish. You have to say it Utas. You can't not, say it. It's not, not Italian. Italian. <laughs> not Italian. Um, he's upgrading to a Benelli M4 that's going to be... Which is Italian. Which is Italian. So, he's, so he he's, took my he advice. He don't, he don't want to be Turkish no more. He wants the Italian version. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Hey, you know Tony. What I'm talking? Hey, forget about it. Hey, Tony. Hook that man up with a Benelli, eh? Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. He's going to throw some projectiles downrange. So, uh, has, there, has there been a gun that you've gotten rid of that you want back? My Mossberg Defender. Uh-huh. What'd you do with it? I sold it for rent. 
That was funny. Dude, that it is funny. funny. You got some expensive rent. <laughs> I, was, I moved when I was 19 years old. I decided that I wanted to move to Nashville, and Nashville is just not a cheap place for no. a 19-year-old to live. And not at all. So I made it for about six months in this apartment than complex. New York, so you, saw, you got you lost six guns. <laughs> well, I lost two. You know, so and one of, I, one of them was when I was like 19. I lost my my Mossberg Defender, and then uh, a few years later, wound up. Losing the Rossi because rent was just rent was due was due that's right so <laughs> rent goes up got to sell my guns I'm telling you so I would uh, it, to, to this day when I see one I look at it and it's like oh man I want I want it back so I'm eventually gonna have to go and buy one you can so. get one of the they're like three hundred bucks yeah they're not they're not expensive they're just yeah. um just a matter and, of going and now and, being and there's an one in gun right now I bet there's one I could get at, uh, at next level readiness. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, these guys actually. Nice. Maybe you could trade one of your EMP packs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just coming up with some suggestions. So, so what about you there, Andre? Is there one you I, want back um, that you had? You know, I, I or you I like, like Gabby? All the, all the Glocks that come through here, I really like, and uh, I think I think I'm going to have to. Uh, I think I'm going to have to invest in a in a Glock. I think I think I think mine that I want back is a, I just sold a Glock 36 today, and. Mm. Um, I like that gun a lot. It's a very compact gun, but for a forty-five, it's really easy to conceal and it's light. Have you guys gotten the forty-twos in yet? I tried to get the forty-twos. Glock. The problem is Glock just put enough out here just to. Did you shit your pants, Zeke? <laughs> no, but I missed a good chance. Oh, he's over spraying the Glade. Oh, <laughs> I thought is is it Gle- Gleek? Is it Gleek. Zeke farting or is it the dog? No, that one was me. When I was I was covering my nose before, my dog laid a nasty turd right behind me. I swear <laughs> to God, it's, it's oh, there's a green cloud in here. Hammy, where were we? Oh no, Glock. Here, take two. Uh, Glock <laughs> gave just enough Glock 42s out to test the waters and and get everybody's mouths watering. Eight thousand. Eight eight thousand. That's, that's it. it. Nationwide. Tell me they gave and, out. So I now, guarantee they now have everything's more allocated. And even the the big big box store dealers don't don't have any in because Glock's now making more. What about the the other new one, the forty seven? The forty seven? Forty two. Forty two. No, forty one. Forty two and the forty one. Yeah. What about the forty one? I, I can't keep the Glock number straight. It's the new forty five. The new forty five is forty one. Yeah. yeah. It's big. Is well, it? Well, it's short. It's like the twenty one. It's short frame, like me. Twenty one frame and then the the length of a thirty four. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's yeah. the uh, it's like cap- me. short capacities? Capacities what nine? Thirteen plus one. Wow. Yeah, it's got a no. Nice my capacity. thirty, my Glock thirty is ten plus one, and that's the nineteen version of their forty-five. Wow. Nice size, nineteen size, but wider, thicker, girth, girthier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bucket list. Well, he just kind of did his bucket list. Oh, uh, yeah. I guarantee it's a Glock. He's, what's is that? Is that yours? Is that what you're going to go with? Or is there like something that's and it doesn't have to be realistic either. It can be unrealistic. So what's like your next bucket list gun that you'd like to have? My next bucket list gun. Yeah. Um, other than a Glock. I think other other than a Glock, I think my next bucket list gun is going to be a custom made AR. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna what build gonna it from the ground up. Customize on it. Yep. What, gonna, are, you, what um, are you gonna customize on it? Um, well, I'm just going to buy parts, and I'm going to put on it what I want because I haven't really been able to find the one that I want all together. So, so you're going to Frankenstein it. Yep. 
You're going to just go with the pieces and parts that you like best, kind of like we're doing with our uh, our 300 Blackout build. Yes, exactly. Very cool. Yep. Yep. Anything specific that uh, that you that you're putting on it? Um, out of the norm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let it out of the bag just yet. When I have it finished and built, I'm gonna definitely put it on the uh, on on the. Uh, I see teases. Okay, I see how you do. Facebooks, but I but I think I'll let a little bit out of the bag. One word. Yeah. Skeletonized. <clears throat> okay, going for lightweight. Yes. Is you, does Ace make stocks for AKs? Um, I don't believe so. I don't think they do. Either. I'm not sure. Okay, Kenny, what's yours? Um, he stole my thunder. Um, You're gonna do AK. I'm also? gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Well, I'm gonna do an AR. Um, What's well, different? That. <laughs> <laughs> I just snorted. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Did he say AR or AK? He said AK. Oh. No, I said oh. AR. You said AK. I said AR. My ass. You said AK. I'll re- rewind it. You rewind that. Sh- <laughs> I will. That's why I was asking. I was like, "Cool, this is our first AK that somebody's doing." No, no. Okay, AR, so AR. AR. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I want an AR that's customized. I want it to have uh, the ability to swap out barrels. Well, so that's why I ask you if Ace makes AK stocks. I know, and I didn't correct you, but because you said my AK, no partner heard AR as well. No, so. no, no. I said AK specifically because you said AK. That's I why I said I don't I, think I Ace makes AK. AK stocks. That's I am gonna I'm gonna drive over there. Right now. <laughs> smack you where you stand. Smack you and leave. But you know what I'm talking about on the A skeleton stocks? Duh, it's it's the subsidiary of Double Star. They make stocks. They make stocks. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll and they're they're really uh, lightweight. They make some folding ones also for ARs. Mm-hmm. And it was cool that you said that because that's what I want to put on a couple of mines. I want to I want to try out one of those A stocks. I've never tried one, but well, I think I, my, my really, gunsmith uh, actually has access to block block aluminum and he has cnc machines and everything so you're just so gonna I make think, your own yeah i'm thinking badass. about making my own yeah that would be badass man yeah so so yeah. you so kenny you want to do a specific type of ar as well what is yours right, i just want to do a um just a custom ar i want to make it as as lightweight as i can but also want to be able to have the ability to to swap out the uh the barrels so it can uh-huh. shoot uh 22s as well so you want it to switch out to a twenty-two. Mm. So you change out. You'd rifle. have to change out the whole action and everything too. Yeah, I think they've got one that um, a buddy of mine has, and it's literally you swap out um, the barrel and I think the receiver um, carrier, the bolt carrier. Yeah, and for uh, the twenty-two. Yeah, right. And it's just now. I mean, it took uh, him about head, 10 head down makes a uh, a model. It's called the Deceptus. I think it's what it's called. The Tech Down. Yeah, the yep. Deceptus. Mm-hmm. I call it the Decepticon. <laughs> but uh, basically, it does what you're saying is you can break it down. It's got this um, proprietary, I guess, uh, barrel system, barrel nut system, where it mm-hmm. just you know you click it in, click it, quick detach, basically. Yeah. So you could change the barrels out real quick, and then of course you know the bolt carrier is real quick to. Whoosh, yeah, and that's what too. that's what this one is. Is just a very simple, very simple change. Yeah. So, so is that something that you're going to build from scratch, or are you looking for a platform that already exists? Because, um, like I said, head down has a really cool. You know, I hadn't really thought platform. that that far out. Um, I'll probably just go for something that that already exists. Yeah. yeah. A, get down. it all. There you go. Get it, get it. Get it customized with uh, some talking lead logo. Some some engraving and uh, 
Yeah, some talking lead logo and <laughs> make it worth less. Next level, next level readiness logos. Cool. Speaking of next level readiness, let's talk about your company a little bit and okay. what 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 exactly it is. And we, uh, who you we, are, what we, you do. We talk a lot about next level training. This is not anything to do with them. Next level training is the cert pistol, and these guys are have a lot more <laughs> they do. And the we training do. We do. Is. We uh, we're. I pride myself four years ago. Um, well. Our background is federal disaster response, firefighters, EMTs, police officers. We've been, I met Kenny during Hurricane Katrina, and my first federal response, um, my first response period was September 11th, 2001. And we have, I, I built this company to do emergency management, emergency severe weather preparations, because there's too many needless deaths from any type of emergency. The people are not prepared, grossly underprepared. So in seeing that across the country, across the nation, we have decided that we're gonna help we're gonna help people prevent their death, prevent their injuries, prevent any type of just all hazard issue uh, from being negative on someone's family, on someone's company, on someone's organization. Uh, so four years ago we stood up next level readiness and um, we do consultation for uh, schools for movie theaters, for colleges, hospitals, on active shooter training. We do hospital preparedness protocols in case, God forbid, a bomb goes off inside their building. We also do even the everyday stuff. Uh, if if the hospital loses oxygen, how do they respond to that? If, uh, if a school has a fire alarm or any type of chemical incident, how do they respond to that? We work... We work very closely with their fire, police, and EMS organizations to build a comprehensive plan. Just last year, in the spirit of becoming more full service, we're offering products. And we opened a retail store here in Huntersville, North Carolina. And we have about 400 square feet of store space right now. Started off small, but we offer everything from dog gear to wise foods to guns and ammo, knives and tools, voodoo tactical, condor, um, boots and shoes. We do. We're a vendor for uh, boats and hose. We're uh, <laughs> yes. boots and pants. Yes. Boots and pants. Boots and boats and hose. <laughs> boots and pants. Boots and pants. So we're a vendor for the local police departments in the area. We provide them with individual patrol officer kits, which will include a cat tourniquet, uh, chest seal, some quick clot or the like, and uh, Israeli bandages because they don't have those things in their cruisers right now. What's an Israeli bandage? An Israeli bandage is a uh, elastic bandage that has a, a D-ring on it, and you wrap it through the D-ring and wrap it back on itself, and it tightens. It's it's a pressure bandage. Okay. We also do uh, we we do training and exercising. We have uh, uh, our online training section that we can custom build any type of online e-learning resource uh, from hospital organizations for all their hospital staff to get trained on specific emergency response protocols. Uh, so we're, we're, we're completely full service. We love what we do. The community surrounds us, surrounds, the community loves us, and we've been supported immensely here in the very and short time. You guys time. travel all over the United States, right? Doing yes, this. we do. Yeah, we have, we have uh, 25, currently we have 25 subject matter experts on staff. We have counterterrorism police officers. We have, we have, Communication that was that was hot. <laughs> Serious discussion and rant. Nice. <laughs> but you didn't see it, Zeke. He actually he turned beet red because he was pushing so hard, and he lifted off his chair probably good eight inches. Nice. Oh it's man, these, it's these hard chairs right here reverberated. <laughs> 
So you got 20-something people around the country? We got 20-something gas bags around the country. <laughs> gas eight, bags. Uh, yes, across the country. With years provide, of experience. Oh, yes. That Multiple years with, of experience. Innumerable years of experience. A lot of years of A experience. A lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Give us give us an example of of one of your training sessions that maybe that you would do for an active shooter for a school or something like what what kind of players do you bring into that what do you do to get organized Well initially uh let's let's say for for a college campus or even an elementary school we meet with the the principals and all the the uh the upper management for that school and we see what they like to see out of it uh to get from experience out of an uh, out of an exercise, right? Um, do we do we want to have the teachers understand what's necessary? Do we want to keep the exact incident away from the students and just just shelter it, depending on the age of the students, or do we? Is this an urgent situation, and we need to get everybody out immediately? Um, we involve the police, we involve the state police, we involve the county sheriffs, we involve the fire department, we involve the EMS. Um, Anybody that would be responding. So this is this is a big undertaking. This is a big you undertaking. You go to do there's one of these of training parts. sessions. There's a lot. There's there's a lot of moving parts to it. There's a lot of uh, meetings and preparation for a comprehensive plan, something like this. But when it's all said and done, and when we actually go hot the day of an exercise, um, we have the tactical teams moving in. We have moulaged patients, and we actually we moulage them up for gunshots, for slip, trip, and falls, for broken legs, broken arms. And we play. We train like we fight. We actually break open some kits, and we put the stuff on them. Um, because in our in our experience, talking about it, doesn't exercise what needs to be done. Doing it does. Um, we're and we're actually trying to train uh, some SWAT operators that it's okay to to drop a bag, to drop a, a first aid kit or any type of of uh, self treatable kit by a person that's that they pass that's on the ground. Because if you're clearing a building, you can't stop and treat the patient. You have to keep clearing and it's go like, after. It's- triage for law enforcement you know you, you drop a bag and move on so you can el- eliminate the threat especially uh, with most with most law enforcement organizations right now adopting the mentality that if there's an active shooter they're not they're not going to they're not going to perform an operation like columbine where they wait for the shooting to stop and then go in um a lot of these tactical teams are now trained to proactively approach the building yeah, the and officers themselves go inside yeah the okay. officers themselves are are being taught to to go as opposed to calling for the SWAT. Just for instance, I don't and I don't know their protocols or anything, but it would be like training uh, Metro PD for the their specific officers. If there's an active shooter at a school, then they immediately go in as opposed to calling SWAT. The SWAT's on the way, but they're going in to eliminate the threat uh, before SWAT gets there. And if they gotcha. can't eliminate the threat, then SWAT would do that for them. Okay. So, and we're you know we're trying to get something in the hands of these police officers so that if there are uh, victims, then they can drop something right there by that victim and, you know, a tourniquet here and, you know, a tourniquet to the next person and some bandaging is better than, than nothing. So, okay. so who, who initiates your service? 
Is it the school that's calling you in? Is it the SWAT the, department? The, who, who? No, the, the school, we, we, approach, we approach the schools around here. We let them know that we're here. We let them know what, our, what, what we're capable of doing. Um, and being in the environment that we're in right now with the, the hostile situations with schools, with malls, with movie theaters, um, it's just like a fire evacuation plan. A lot of places before there were fires didn't have plans. So now things are happening and they need to have plans and they need to practice them. And um, so they contact us. Uh, if there is an incident, we, we reach back out to them and, and inform them that we do prov- provide this service. They, they reach out to us and uh, we provide the service. As far as the disaster plan stuff, did y'all have anything to do with the recent Atlanta snowpocalypse? Not just, that not that you caused it. Did you have anything to do with it? Did y'all do anything for oh, the people in Atlanta? Were you called in to help out? <laughs> no, no. We we unfortunately we uh, get involved with that, um, and that. But that's a perfect example. Thank you for the lead in. I mean, that's a perfect example of why an organization like ours is necessary because. Um, even from the the city leaders and the the municipality leaders that should have listened to, um, well, first off, common sense. Number number two, the uh, meteorologists that are saying this is going to be the worst winter storm ever. Sometimes they're wrong, but ninety eight percent of the time, yes. they're wrong. Yep. <laughs> but they're still two percent. You plan for the plan still for the worst and hope for the best. Right. I'm just saying, meteorologists are useless. I hope yeah, we don't have any meteorologists that listen to the show. But uh, but no, that's that's exactly what we try to offer. We try to help people get prepared for something well, as little as a severe thunderstorm. Right. Well, and the reason that I ask you who initiates it is because you've got to get a lot of people on board to attend one of your training sessions. Yes. So, uh, what you know, what I was thinking was, all right, if the school calls you up and they're like, hey, you know, we really would like you guys to come in and you know, do your thing, um, then you've got to get all these other people on board, you know, and that's a lot of people to to sell your service to, I guess. Yeah, and, it and is. A lot of professionals that think they know what they're doing. Right. And I'm sure you probably run into that a lot of times too, is is resistance to or critique of what you're doing. It's a it there there is a lot of times there's a resistance uh, from people who, like you just said, know what they know because they've done it before. But in preparedness, it's creativity is king, and there's not one way to do it. There's a ton of ways to do it, but it's getting everyone on the same page. It's getting new tactics out there. It's getting innovative solutions out there. And things change on a daily basis, just like guns. Designs change on a daily basis. Designs for training and exercising and, and, and ideas for preparedness change on a daily basis. So unfortunately, it's all from lessons learned from previous, previous incidents, previous loss of life in a, in, a, in a mall, loss of life in a movie theater, mm. loss of life during Hurricane Katrina. All those incidents help us build a better, more prepared society. So if somebody wanted to contact you guys and set something like this up, how would they do it? You can go to our website, www.nextlevelreadiness.com. You can uh, get our contact information on there. You can email me, Kenny, at nextlevelreadiness.com, or you can email Andre, Andre at nextlevelreadiness.com. You can call Andre, and his number is programmed into my phone, so I don't have to memorize wow, it. This this is incredibly long. Like, did, what? I mean, can we? How about we just tell him to go to the website? <laughs> because I got left hand over here well, looking at me going, "Hey, phone, email." If you've got a phone number that they can call, like your store number, yes, they don't yes. don't give them your personal 
fucking number. <laughs> just give them the store number. Yeah, yeah. Well, see that my, that's my personal cell number. <laughs> so store the store cell phone number is 603-275-4007. And then we look forward to doing some videos with you guys. Yes, uh, probably absolutely. some. I, I, I've been having all these ideas as you've, as you've been describing your company of like different scenarios we could play out. And, well, we yeah. do things. I want to be a. a a victim. A victim. Everybody we wants to be a victim. You're, you're on. You're yeah. on. We, we got... You, uh, I want to get zombied you, up. You, you said you really yeah. have to put the stuff on them. Does that include the morphine? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that does include the morphine. No. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, we can, I mean, we can do things as small as, you know, in videos um, to show people. We can do things as small as, you know, a thunderstorm. I mean, just getting stuff prepared around your house. Uh-huh. Things that you need on a day-to-day basis. I mean, we're yep. having some inclement weather today. Um, in our area, it's actually, almost here. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. things that we need, you know, from water and food and just odding in things to keep prepared in case you have a power outage for an extended period of time, or if Extra you have a, batteries, flashlights. Right. Yep. But um, uh, you know, one like one thing we are, we are going to roll out, and we don't just do the consultation and training and exercise, but we uh, we're going to roll out gear review because we sell a whole bunch of great gear uh, at low prices. And they can go to your, your website <laughs> for that. Smile. Yep. We have a link. We have a link to our store on uh, on our website. And you guys are, are constantly updating um, what you're offering. Right. So we, what they uh, see today, you could have a whole other yeah. selection of yep. new things. Adding different right. products every with day. Access, so if there's something that the, if there's something that they're wanting, they can just call you guys. Right. And, yes. and see if we, we have access to over 100,000 items, uh, 20,000 firearms. Um, so if you're in North Carolina, we can. We I, can, want uh, what? I want all twenty thousand. What? I want all twenty thousand. One of each, right? Okay. Yeah. Please. Can I have your credit card number? <laughs> yeah, but all right. Just bill me and then take it off. But then okay. I can quickly say I have the largest collection. <laughs> yeah, we'll send it right in this back. room. <laughs> I'm sure there are people that have more than twenty thousand guns in a oh, collection. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, but I, but I could be up there for you know like two or three seconds. That's fine. Y'all have got a trivia question for <laughs> that's us? Fine. You? <laughs> you do. That's um, fine. Uh, our trivia question. Uh, for the listeners, is with all of our uh, subject matter experts included, how many years of experience combined uh, combined experience, experience uh, is there uh, in everybody on our from our subject matter experts and our staff on our staff, and that can be found on your website. It can be found on our website somewhere on our website. So you which guys is, go to next level readiness www.nextlevelreadiness.com. And Andre, tell them what they'll win. In well, Christmas. Jim, what you'll win is it's a big right smack here. Congrats! It looks like a lingerie bag. It does look like a uh-huh. it does look like a lingerie bag. Oh, dude, I thought that was for us. <laughs> this is um, prize pack. If you get the uh, the right answer, first person to get the right answer is it first person or just who no? Randomly we'll do, we'll do a draw. We'll do a draw. Uh, you got a neat little Gerber Essentials Curve, which wow. is a seven. The, uh, multi-tool yeah, the gerber curve it's uh, very cool blue so and then you've also got the aquamira frontier emergency filter like the life straw uh, so you drink pond water with that thing yeah you so can you, you say bath water <laughs> dirty bath water oh and then uh, you got a cool little frontier pro portable water filter you can hook that right onto your uh hydration system uh, water bottle and it, uh, and it will filter water filter just like the, the just like straw. the little straw. Very cool prize pack. This is pack a cool prize pack. Yeah, especially awesome. if we got a lot of preppers out there that listen to the show. So this, this will definitely is, uh, get your prep kit started right here. Yep. They've so. got something for everyone. 
Yes. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, if you need something uh, and you don't see it on our website, uh, either shoot us an email or give us a call, and uh, chances are we probably have uh, have access to it. And, and you guys are on Facebook too. We are on Facebook. Yeah. So you get we're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. Instagram. In uh, no, not yet. Why not? He will be tomorrow. I will be tomorrow because there's only so many hours in a day, Mr. Zeke. Well, you get on there and then you uh, link yes. up with us. Awesome prize pack. Make sure you go and email us, talkinglead at gmail.com, Facebook message, Instagram, however you get that to us. Give us the answer to the question, how many combined hours does their team of experts have? You can Years. F- huh? You said hours. Years. No, I want them to do hours. Break the, break the years into hours. They should break down hours. the 450 years into hours. <laughs> This is a nice prize pack, man. <laughs> nice prize pack. Okay. No, we're kidding. Go with years and uh, send it to us, and we'll do the drawing as soon as we get a few of those, probably next week. Speaking of which, as soon as we get a few of those, we've only had like two for the last one. Nobody's got it right. Oh, yeah. We, we don't have, we've only had two answers for the, the uh, question from Griff. Um, Griff's one question. person had the no- one of the numbers right, but he had it in the wrong place. And we'll shoot you an email and let you know if if you got it wrong and kind of give you a little. Well, answer. so it means it's still up for grabs. And the right. question for last week's trivia question was: Go to the show and listen to it. Our logo is support and protect, and we want to su- we want to protect you with with all this with all the all hazard incident and emergencies. You forgot sustain. Su- and we want to support you guys. And sustain, sustain them. Sustain is not in our logo sustain. anymore. Oh, is sustain. it not? It's not. No, it's, it's not. Protect well, and you're support. wearing an old ass shirt. <laughs> actually, actually, it's the newest. It's the newest shirt that we have. It's the, it's the newest, oldest shirt that we have. <clears throat> right. Well, I was yes. going to call you out on missing one of your your. Yeah, your protect. Words. Yep. So why'd you take yep. sustain out? What happened? <laughs> we took what? we took sustain out because um, it's hard for us as you know the sustain kind of gave the the portrayal or impression that we would physically be there helping you sustain your operation you're not gonna do that so we can't we can't hold your hand right we'll be there i'll pop a tent right in your backyard so so you know we want to we want to make sure that you know we're protecting your family and supporting your recovery (laughs) you're gonna put a van down by the river right (laughs) and do a chris farley well dad is that bill shakespeare over there So, oh my gosh! Getting eaten Shit. under the table. Yeah. All right. So, cold. do y'all sell amber lamps too? Yes, we sell amber lamps. Awesome. Yeah. There's not much that we don't have access to. Um, Five Eleven Under Armour Streamlight. We even have a six by six military truck outside our front door. Is it an amber lamp that you're going to wrap? It's not an amber lamps, but it is for sale. Dang. It is for sale. <laughs> well, we'd like to thank our sponsors. ICE Training, that's ICETraining.us. US Elite Gear, us-elitegear.com. All or Nothing Tattoo Studios, allornothingtattoo.com, and their gun-friendly merchandise store, strangleholdmerch.com. HG Press, Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, and their gun-friendly staff, give them a call for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs at 1-800-615-1840, extension 222 pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it I'd like to thank Andre oh, yeah. and Kenny for coming in today thank you for next having level, us thank you guys for having level us next level readiness uh, check these guys out at their website nextlevelreadiness.com definitely that made no sense we will have you often again we will have you often again yes right <laughs>
Yes, have some. We will have you. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to cut that to we will have you. Mm. We, will have we can get uh, Andre in studio next time. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, get your ass down here. Get the We can get the cam and the, the fat guy in a little drive truck. drive that big-ass truck you got sitting out in your parking lot. I dude. want to, believe me. No, I want you to drive an amber lamps. The thing has 53-inch tires on it. It's fucking wow. amazing. Yeah, it's it's like what uh, Sean has. Does it get negative yeah. gas mileage? <laughs> I'm sure it does. It's diesel, though, so I mean, at least you'll get uh, six or seven miles. There you go. And as always, left hand, keep, keep your, your loved ones, ones close and your firearms closer. closer.